Okay, so uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, One Hundred Books a Year with Kevin Wong. Uh, today, I want to continue our deep dive into uh, Pixar in the early nineties. Um, I think this is really fun for me and、uh, hopefully for you guys、uh, for me to share some insights on how does Pixar right like he. Lawrence, right, the author, and Pixar is actually like a unicorn, right? In a, in a sense that,、um, they are really good with what they're doing, but they just cannot really seem to make a profit, right? So yesterday we talked about Renderman, the software.、Uh, after the、um, uh, anti-infringement lawsuit, and that really gives Pixar a survive line, right? And then I just want to. Quickly cover today、uh, commercial business and also short films. Okay, so、uh, animated commercials, right? Back in the early nineties,、um, it's pretty. What's the term?、Um, not consistent, right?、Uh, or we can call it as well as just not very many jobs are are there for for companies to hire Pixar for, and it's difficult to predict when they are they gonna get a job or when they are not gonna get a job, right? And it really requires a tight budget. I mean, a book.、Uh, Lawrence given an example that,、um, a, so for a thirty second animated ad, and remember with animation you have to start from like a blank piece of paper, and it's a lot of work, and the、uh, cost is usually around a hundred and twenty five thousand for a thirty second spot. Now, that will usually take a small team of three to four people three months to complete. And and they were probably gonna squeeze out a tiny profit. So let's say if there's any issues with the equipment, any issues with the、uh, spot with the commercial, that's it. No profit for the job, right? So the thing is, is that because the level of the quality is so good, the prices are too high for for them to win jobs, right? There are some semi okay. Uh, animation film or、uh, filmmaker that can bid jobs for lower price because their quality is not as good. So, Pixar was doing top of the, like you know, top end, top notch commercial,、uh, in animation, but the customer just sometimes they don't really care about quality because people back then they haven't really got into the sense of, okay, I need to use animation for high quality. They probably use it as a cop out. Right. Oh, I don't need to hire、uh, a famous actor. I can just do animation, that that kind of a thinking. So, the commercial business for Pixar、uh, animation commercial in the early nineties, first of all, they don't really offer that much of a revenue, right? So the revenue is really limited. Secondly, the profit pretty much non non existed. They are doing good work. They are taking pride of their work, but. In terms of trying to scale up the division for ads, it really needs more profit, and they cannot guarantee that right now, and it's really impossible.、Um, and then Lawrence kind of gave out this example in the book. I think are really interesting. Like they describe it as like a Japanese uh, sword uh, swordman, right? Like they they make like Japanese long swords, like you know, over hundreds of years passed down through four or five gener、uh, generation. Pixar's are kind of like that, right? It's really high quality, uh, stuff the work, but it's just hard to really get a market big enough for them to scale that at、uh, at least in the Western society, right? Now, 
Short films, on the other hand, is actually really interesting because Pixar is a leader in that industry. Um, nobody can beat short uh, Pixar at their short film. And, you know, they done the Laxo Jr., the Tin Toy, like the, um, like the Jumping Land. Right? That's called Laxo. And they won the, the uh, Academy Awards in the late 80s. And the problem with short films is that they have no commercial value. In a sense that you're only doing it for the goodness of your heart. Right? There's no commercial value. You cannot sell them. Nobody will pay money to go see a... a, a I don't remember how long the short films are. A four-minute movie, <laughs> right? So um, it's really, really hard for them to gain traction monetarily, right? So it's very hard to monetize the short films. Uh, and it's very, very expensive to make. And then there's no market for it. So short films are in a way that showcasing how well uh, Pixar is doing the films, but it's really not a money maker. It's probably performing worse than the commercials in a sense, right? So we talk about short films, we talk about render man, we talk about commercial business. None of them makes money for Pixar, not even any one of them. Uh, so like when I was reading this, I was like, oh crap! Like you know, I feel for Lawrence because like, what are what is he gonna do? Like Jobs want him to take the company to like to the public or IPO, and 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 it's just hard to imagine that they're able to pull that off, right? So what happened was Lawrence was asking the same question after they he shadowed everybody, um, you know, within the department trying to figure out how does Pixar make money. And the answer, and then these three things, right? The Renderman commercial short films are unimpressive, right? And then the reason that Lawrence believed that a way that Pixar still exists is because, you know, Steve was was affording the money, right? Like he put in probably 50 million. And with Renderman's licensing, though, that's probably gonna be a little bit more easier. But the thing is, is that they still need to sustain themselves with their movies, right? So, besides that, uh, you know, Steve is so 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 a stubborn, like he's not gonna let Pixar flop. They gotta have their last hope on the movies, right? There's one last character. What there's one last way of them making money is a future film, not not future film, feature film. There we go. Uh, and and the film is Toy Story, right? So today I just want to do a quick recap for you guys. And tomorrow I want to dive into Toy Story and especially how does the Hollywood contract work with uh, Disney pretty much quote unquote owning uh, Pixar. So, all right, guys. Um, today I want to do a short one. Tomorrow let's continue talking about Toy Story and then see if the Toy Story will be the catalyst to change uh, Pixar and make it profitable. All right, guys, if you like this podcast, give us five stars on whatever you listen, share the podcast, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.